Hey everyone, welcome to episode zero of the McGill AI podcast. My name's Cole and I'm your host for today. In today's episode, we'll be learning all about the origins of the podcast, what's to come, and the thinking behind the focus on research. Joining me today are Kostov, Himanshu, and Bani. Kostov is the podcast team lead, while Himanshu, Bani, and I are podcast producers. We'll start off with everyone introducing themselves and answering the question, why AI? I'll go first and then we'll go in a circle. So a bit about me, um, math and CS at McGill. I have a blog at colekillian.com where I like to write stuff, check it out. And then the project I'm most proud of is called Artify, which was basically building out a website that would make it really easy for people to use an AI algorithm called Neural Style for helping turn their memories into artwork they can hang on their wall. Right now I'm doing a virtual internship and I'm based in the Bay Area and then in the fall headed back to McGill excited to get the podcast rolling. So why AI? It's sort of, you know, I've worked on AI projects and it's amazing sort of basically what it enables that was not enabled by previous technology and learning all about that and figuring out, you know, how to get the next thing going. So that's from my end. How about Kostov? Why don't you go next? Yeah, quick shout out to Cole, man. When I first uh, first uh, saw Artify, that, that was really cool stuff, so everybody go check it out. Um, a bit about myself, okay. Um, I'm a fourth year computer engineering student at McGill. Um, I had the chance to grow up in uh, six countries as I was growing up because my parents worked in oil. Um, <laughs> I got to experience a lot of different cultures and met a lot of people with uh, different socioeconomic backgrounds growing up, um, which is why I think I have a I have a very keen interest in pursuing multidisciplinary fields now that I'm in university. Um, I actually started off at McGill doing electrical engineering and then first semester I took a computer science course and really the magnitude of stuff that you can do convinced me to switch um, and I've you know, been, been coding since. Uh, why AI? Um, it actually started with uh, Comp551, which was um, the applied machine learning course at McGill. One of our assignments was to make a text sentiment classifier, and essentially it was a bunch of IMDB reviews, and you had to make a model that could predict the sentiment out of it. Uh, what I thought that was really cool was not only could you use um, the knowledge that you acquired from class, but also you know, really think about what would improve the model's accuracy. Um, and you had a lot of personal sort of input into your assignment that you usually don't get from university assignments. Um, and uh, with that, we sort of thought of stuff like combining different synonyms together, removing filler words, and that process was really engaging to me, um, which is why uh, I got really interested in it. Um, and I've done a couple of internship internships in the field. Um, and I really like being an ambassador for AI. I've uh, organized hackathons. I TA'd for a class that actually inspired me to join computer science. And with regards to a podcast, I really look forward to this journey as the team lead. And, um, you know, I look forward to inviting researchers to provide some nuance to the conversation around machine learning and artificial intelligence and really provide a platform where researchers can comfortably talk um, about promoting their research and just talk about their paths and journeys into the field. All right. Super cool. Kostov, yeah, it's awesome that you brought this podcast together and getting it going. It's going to be game-changing. Game changing. Next up, why don't we have Himan Shu. Hey guys, uh, my name is Himan Shu and I'm originally from India. I grew up in a couple of different cities, nothing as amazing as Kostov with six different countries. And I started programming in the sixth grade and one of the main reasons I really enjoyed doing it and chose to continue doing it at McGill was because programming almost seemed like solving a puzzle to me. Uh, 
I came into McGill with the idea that, you know, I enjoy programming. I've done some very basic programming and like, I really want to learn more about it. And over time over here through extracurriculars and courses, I also found an interest in web development, which is where I am right now working at an ed tech startup, building a simple product that is going to make the life of students like me and you easier in the future. Um, apart from that, I think I, a lot of the work I do and a lot of the projects I work on are driven by this passion I have for creation and innovation and looking at myself in the future. That's why I see myself going into a career that would allow me to create a lot of different things and potentially solve big world problems if I could. Why AI, I feel directly connects to what I just said in the sense that I feel like in today's day and age, AI is one of those uh, fields that provides all of us or any individual that is in the field with all the tools necessary to create and solve any problem. Like there's not a single industry that exists today that does not use some form of artificial intelligence. And just to have that kind of freedom in the industry and be able to really work towards, you know, just applying that information and knowledge in such a multitude of different ways excites me a lot. That's a big, yeah, that, that's awesome. You started in sixth grade and then here we are. So, all right, let's hear from Bonnie. Hi everyone. So as a teenager, I wanted to build a self-improving machine smarter than myself to do all the work for me. Uh, so in high school, I was very lucky to work in reinforcement learning with uh, Joshua's group at Mila and then Jimmy's group at Vector Institute. I am currently studying math and computer science at McGill. I worked on research in reinforcement learning with Joao Pino here at McGill, and I'm cur currently working on applied deep learning at NVIDIA. Yeah, that's that's always, I always get a little bit of a shock when you're building a machine smarter than yourself. That'll be something else, but all right. That's the intros from everybody. Next up, we'll sort of start with talking more about the podcast. Again, we'll start with the origins and then what is to come, and then we'll hear um, about the research side of things. So, Kostov, can you tell us a bit about the story behind the podcast, how it got started? Yeah, um, I think really um, I first started thinking about it when I read a, a news article that came out about Timnit Gobru, and she was a former uh, lead of AI ethics at Google, and she had written a paper about uh, essentially how large language models um, are becoming larger and larger, and they're becoming more environmentally harmful, as well as how crowdsourced data um, has a lot of bias, and that's something we should be aware of. Uh, so a lot of this stuff is addressed in undergraduate AI and maybe even thermodynamics classes, um, and I thought about it would be great to really get the amount of AI talent that we have in Montreal and McGill especially, and to share that with the rest of the world to talk about these um, things that are becoming slowly more and more mainstream. Um, so I talked about it to a friend who was an executive at, at McGill AI. He liked the idea. He liked the idea of involving, uh, you know, uh, students and involving uh, professors to share their research. And that's 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 it. That's how we got started, and here we are. Wow, here we are, yeah. You, you mentioned briefly sort of the goal of helping spread AI research. Can you elaborate more on that idea, the vision yeah. of the podcast? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I think in general, there's a lot of noise surrounding um, AI because of the sort of clickbait and, and, and sensationalization of media that we see nowadays. Um, in general, though, people do need to have a much better understanding of what drives these algorithms. Um, and what their applications could be to day-to-day -day life. I was actually listening to a conference earlier by uh, the author of uh, Sapiens and Homo Deus, and he talked about how technology is never a force for solely good or solely evil, 
when the printing press first came out, um, you know, people weren't reading Galileo and Copernicus. They were reading the Bible or one of the best sold books at the time was how to identify witches. Um, and so uh, because of that, uh, I think people need a general awareness of how this stuff works. But the issue is they've become so sophisticated and people need so many years of formal education to really understand them that there needs to be some sort of incentive. And, uh, you know, I thought a podcast would be a great idea um, to do so. Yeah, well, yeah, that definitely bears repeating the idea that what can be used for good will be used for evil. Good to get a heads up there. That's sweet. So that gives a, an overview of sort of the origins of the podcast. Next, we'll hear from Himanshu on sort of what is to come a little bit more of the logistics. So um, Himanshu, can you elaborate on what the sort of structure of a podcast will entail, what we can look to see in a single uh, episode? Mm -hmm. Yes, of course. So essentially, all of our episodes are going to be split into three very simple sections. Um, in the first section, we're going to essentially introduce our guest and give a little bit background into our guest's research and the topics of the research, as well as dive a little bit into the history of the topics that our guest is studying. In the second section, we're going to go a little bit more on the technical side and sort of analyze the different concepts and frameworks that are being used in the research, as well as the overarching artificial intelligence con concepts that are touched upon. And then finally, we're going to look at all of this information from a more interdisciplinary lens by analyzing the different socioeconomic and political impacts that the research may have on our world, as well as any ethical considerations that are important to be taken in, any ethical considerations that we need to consider. Yeah, sweet. Um, from, from, from that idea, we sort of have an idea of what an episode looks like. When can we expect to see the first one, or what sort of general time frame? Um, right now, we have it planned, so our first episode is going to come out sometime early September. One thing I can tell you about the episode, though, even though I can't share a lot of the details, is that it is going to be an amazing episode and something you will never forget. So keep an eye out for that. Look at your listener, look at the website, and you will know more as the time comes closer. That's sweet. Awesome. So now that we sort of understand the logistics, we'll be hearing a bit from Bonnie on sort of the state of research and more from that side of things. So Bonnie, can you please share with us why the podcast has um, decided to focus on researchers as the main focus? Yeah, so I think if we look to the future, it's really built by researchers and innovators. So we have these really smart researchers making explorations and discoveries to increase the possibility of what we can do in the future. And then we also have innovators applying and really scaling these research uh, for real world problems. And so together, by bringing together these researchers and innovators, uh, we're really expanding the possibilities and actually building the future. And I think that's what's really exciting for all of us. Yeah, building the future is definitely exciting. Um, on that note, the podcast is sort of based in McGill, based in Montreal. Can you elaborate on what makes McGill and Montreal a hub for AI? Yeah, so for many years, uh, Yashua Bengio, who uh, did his bachelor's, master's, and PhD at McGill, uh, led the Mila lab. So he was known as the Lisa lab back in the days. He led this lab at the University of Montreal, doing very prominent work in deep learning. Uh, meanwhile, at McGill, we have uh, Doina, Joelle, Jackie, and Prakash leading the reasoning and learning lab, doing really great work focused more on reinforcement learning. So more, in more recent years, Mila brought everyone together and is now the largest academic deep learning research group in the world. World. And in 2017, Microsoft acquired Maluba, which became Microsoft's Montreal AI lab. And then Google Brain, Facebook, DeepMind also opened research labs in Montreal. So we really see this really great ecosystem of academic and industry research with government funding and corporate support. And it's really exciting to see the research to come. Gotcha, cool. 
thanks for sharing on that. So with that said, that sort of covers the main topics we have focused for day, today. Definitely check out mcgillai.com, look for the podcast uh, section and learn more about what's to come and when the first episode is coming out. And then um, aside from that, thanks for tuning in today.